590 The Fan. The 2-2. Smoked out the deep left field. The derby continues. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with a no-doubter. Deals the 1-2. Merrifield hits it high in the air. Out to deep left field. Doesn't have enough. Carroll back at the wall. Leaps in the air. He can't get it. It's off the top of the fence and gone. Bases loaded, the 2-1. Swing and a line drive to the gap in left center field. Down for a base hit. Guerrero's chugging in. Chapman's on his heels. Merrifield speeding around the bases. He's coming home to score. The bases are wiped clean by Danny Jansen. The Toronto Blue Jays came out of the all-star break, and they would not be denied. Three straight over the Diamondbacks. They start the second half with a sweep. This is what it's all about. Uh, we told the guys when we, when we showed up again Friday, second half is our half. Our best baseball is, is uh, right now moving forward. We're going to play for October, everybody. We're ready to go. Is that the captain, Danny Jansen? Talking after a big, big knock for him and a big, big weekend for the Blue Jays. Happy, happy. to. It was Kiermaier. I don't know why I thought that was Jansen. I was going to say, are you Sound, sure that's Jansen? Sounded like him. I don't know. Maybe I'm just willing it into existence. Mm. Whoever it is, they're the captain now. Very much Captain Philip meme there. Brent Gunning, Sam McKee here with you. Uh, I am here with you. McKee, are you also here with us? Always have to check with you. Are in you body, here? not in spirit, but okay. in body, I'm here. All right, I'm I, voice. We will we will not be asking questions about the spirit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a fun game for later in the week. The spirit of Sam McKee. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we need something to do. Uh, in terms of what the Blue Jays did this weekend, though, big big weekend for them. It was a big. You know, you and I love narrative weekends. Mm-hmm. We love a love a narrative mm-hmm. when one gets cooked up one direction or another. And early on in this series, Gabriel Moreno hits a go-ahead homer in the seventh inning. Yeah. And you're going, oh, it's going to be this weekend. Okay, yeah. I've actually, I've done this before, and it sucks, is what it looked like was going to happen. And then the Blue Jays explode offensively. Don't really stop beyond that point. Uh, We don't have to have a panic conversation about Kevin Gosman. At least that's not where we have to start. Uh, It started one way narrative-wise, ended a completely different one. What's your big takeaway uh, from the weekend? And I guess good morning as well. Yeah, thanks, Carter. Sorry. Look, I got a lot to say and, you know... Yeah. What, what? You want me to throw Good it to morning, you? Good morning, sir. You know what? You know what? Jesus. That's it. That's it. Tomorrow? Anything else? Tomorrow, you're starting us off. That's it. You're. Do- I'm done. You're You're starting tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I had a great weekend, Gutter. I hope you had a good weekend, too. I did. Um, Splash around in the pool. Very uncharacteristic for you me. You were in a pool? Yeah. Did you take your shirt off? I had. Oh, God. Don't tell me you had a sun shirt on. No. I, God, I'm not that guy. Well. No. Here's the thing. It's like I would, in the pecking order of things I would be, <laughs> having a shirt on always i actually have a crew neck sweater on it's the middle of july it's gonna be 30 uh, degrees outside when here. i leave here but i have a crew neck sweater on so we go shirt but then in the then there's about ten thousand places uh-huh. below uh-huh. then no shirt and then beyond the depths of hell beneath that then wearing sun shirt tough okay. look for for an adult do what you got to do but not for me no okay good good uh i was at the jays game on saturday did you have a shirt on i feel like that's a fair question I did, to ask. A, I did have a shirt okay, on, on saturday congrats i'm proud of you uh yeah 16 guys from the zigzags past and present hockey team big squad at the game had a blast i will say game's a little bit too fast live with the pitch clock yes. it was it 
jumped out to me. I made this point, me and Daniele, you know, we're just best buds. We were hanging out at a game a couple of weeks ago mm. in the Joe Carter box. Not a big deal. Oh, Sandman was God. there as well. Not a big deal. Wow. But we were saying that pitch clock on TV, awesome. Pitch clock in person, got to lock in. Well, and there was no locking in for well, you. No, group. we were locked in. We were watching the game, but we were like, oh, why don't we, you know, maybe we'll make our way down to the new outfield sections and the conversations were flowing, the beers were, and then it was just like, oh, it's the eighth inning. <laughs> it just happened so fast. Like, happened. I get really, really, I can't imagine a rule change in any other sport that would change the speed of the game more than the pitch clock has done. Like, it's changed the game completely. Like, like you still have drama, you still have all this stuff, but like, I know this was the first game that it really, really, really Jumped stuck to. to. It was a fast game. I think we were out of there by 5.30. And the game started at 3.07. Yeah, like, it, it was a really fast game. So that's my big takeaway from there. And, uh, yeah, that's maybe why I'm feeling so tired this morning. It was a big night with all the zigzags. And that was maybe that's why I can't have the cobwebs here. But Boy, you are you are uh, firmly in your 30s. Of two days ago, oh, I had a big night. Yeah, and yeah. now I have Funny. to get up. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> this is 30. Is, yes. uh, yeah, call Judd Apatow. Uh, uh, and uh, then, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the sports over the weekend. I watched the Jays. I watched the Argos on Friday night. I know you got a big, really excited about that. But then an electrifying win over the Montreal hey, Alouettes. you know me. I'm, I'm very here for a Chad Kelly update. I'm oh, not yeah. going to. I'm not going to profess to be plugged into what's going on. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm looking at all. I these to- I'm looking at all these topics by our incredible producer Daniele, and the hottest team in the city can't even crack the top ten. Would you like to? Would you like to complain about what's listed as the top story? Or are you no, gonna be okay? no, we'll do that all in the break. Right. All right, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I watched a lot of the Alcatraz Djokovic yesterday. Wait, which did he escape from there? Alcaraz. Oh, Alcaraz, I always screwed up. I know it's just easier to say. I, I like the idea of him becoming this unbeatable force, and it's like no one can escape from there. Well, and it I, becomes think might, an I think you might get your wish. yeah. I might. I uh, I saw a. Uh, I actually had a little investment in that match. Oh, not that way. Just uh, oh. it was a classic. Here we're gonna bet. We're gonna boost this like minus two fifty to plus a hundred of will both guys win a set? Yeah, that seemed like a lot. Oh, so those just free money. Yeah, just free money. Oh, okay. So I, uh, I and guess what? That cashed two sets in when yeah. they split the first two sets. Okay, that's good. And I, uh, you know, I had a lot of thoughts about that. We'll get into that maybe after six thirty. Yeah, but so yeah, uh, Jay's Jay's weekend. Nice big weekend. Just nice. I don't know what else. I'm where to where say. would That's you, why like, where would you like to, to start? Say, you know, say name, words on the radio. You are supposed to uh, say nice words. weekend for the Blue Jays. If there was a, if there was even a narrative you wanted to craft or a, mm. a yarn you wanted to spin, maybe I'll lead you a, a little bit. Hmm. Okay. Well, what you, well what, what's your thoughts? Well, again, my thought is that from the way the weekend started, of top prospect you traded away hits big bomb. Your ace all-star starter who did not go to the all-star game all of a sudden has a boo-boo and can't make his start. Mm. To go from that to sweeping the weekend, you're now not just in a wild-card spot. You're in the second wild-card spot. You're two games up on not only the Red Sox, but the Yankees as well. You're six back of the Rays now. You're just one back of the O's. And... This is a baseball team that will be streaky. I don't think this is the turning of a corner that they're all of a sudden the beast of the East or anything like that. But it's just amazing what sweeping a series can do. That just really hasn't happened for this team all that much lately, let alone this year at all. So honestly, that's my big takeaway. Mm -hmm. It's just what a big... What a big reset it is for the unofficial second half of the season. We had so many questions about where they were, and it was the team was in a playoff spot, but it didn't feel like one. And again, I know it's three games, and they got the off day today, and a, another tough set coming up tomorrow with the Padres. But 
it's amazing what a weekend like this can kind of do to reset just where you are in the in the AL East and the wild card. Well, to me, the biggest excitement from watching this this team play this weekend is that I know this team can pitch. Yes. This team is a really good pitching team. Their bullpen's been excellent. Their starting pitchers have all been really good. And outside, I guess, Manoa, who got demoted earlier in the year, but he's back starts tomorrow. I heard it's gone death rough for him. I yeah. think, I do think that they're hitting coming out of the break. Mm-hmm. And they scored seven in all three games. They scored seven. Uh, seven, five, seven. Seven, five, seven. So that to me is really, really encouraging to mm-hmm. see the bats kind of start to, you know, not, I wouldn't say come around because I mean, they're, what are they, 12 games above 500? They're a good team. Mm-hmm. But just to see the bats start to contribute like that in your first. Because everyone's like, oh, this is a second-half team. Every time on the broadcast, they, they flash up the second-half stats yep. where they were way better in the second half of the past three years than they have been in the first half. It's been something that's kind of been Why a Why don't they make the whole team out of the second half? Yeah. yeah. It's too – I don't have anything for you on that one. Okay. Um, but it's it's really encouraging to see them getting contributions up and down the lineup. Like, you look yesterday, you see the nine-hitter, yep. Kiermaier, get a massive knock for mm-hmm. them. Whit Merrifield's starting to get hot. Like, it's just really nice to see them get contributions throughout the whole lineup. And I think if you can start to dream on this lineup, not you don't have to be a slobber knocker of an offense, mm-hmm. but just to be in the top five, top ten in the American League or in the league – this team is really, really primed for a great second half. You add in maybe some trade line, uh, trade deadline additions. Mm-hmm. You add in a new bat. You add in Hunjin Ryu, Chad Green. You can really start to dream on this team going on a run. And, I mean, you look at the standings and you're like, oh, great, they can go on a run. Well, Baltimore's now won eight in a row, and they're the hottest team in the yep. league. They're one game back. The Tough J- league. Jays are only six games back in the division. Like, yep. They are right in this mix, like you said, in the second wildcard spot. So I just thought it was a really encouraging weekend overall for the Jays. If I'm going to tell you, and obviously we know what team it is, it's the Yankees and the Red Sox, and as we've said, Boston is slightly different than the other teams in the AL East, but how would you feel about it? How do you feel about the fact that it's the Yankees nipping at your heels as opposed to the Orioles? I mean, you can go two ways, right? It's like the Orioles have all this young talent, and there's a world where we look in six months and say, what are we even talking about? Of course the Orioles were a better baseball team than the New York Yankees, but we've seen this game before with young teams. We've seen this game before with experienced teams. How do you feel about the fact that it's the Yankees that are that are two games back? It was one thing when it was Boston, uh, New York, obviously a bit of a different animal. Uh, when's Aaron Judge back from his boo boo in his toe? <laughs> that's when you'll be yeah, worried. That's okay. when he when when he stands in there again. Like yep. I just different team. There, I look at their lineup whenever they. Of course, you follow the Yankees on Twitter or mm-hmm. whatever, and whenever they tweet out their starting lineup, I'm like, who? Who? Yeah. Who's? T-? <laughs> I'm like, that's the New York Yankees lineup. Like, I just, I don't think there's a lot of sting in it. And mm. I'm really not that concerned about them until Aaron Judge comes back. The Red Sox, yeah. I think the Red Sox, I rate them higher, higher than a lot of other people mm. do. I just think that they have a good lineup. I think they're always going to be there. They're better than a lot of teams in the American League. They just happen to play yep. in the AL East. So I do, I don't think at this point I'm necessarily worried about them, but I don't think they're going to go away. I don't think they're going to be like, a team that you can depend on uh, to lose to teams in the race on the, heading down the stretch. Like they're always going to be plucky. They're always going to be in it. So you're not banking on the uh, twenty-five to two shellacking or whatever it was that Lourdes and the boys handed out last year at Fenway. You're not banking <sighs> on a that. Wild game. Got him making fr- was it Tapia inside the park grand yes, slam. That was the one that yeah. happened. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, Gor- Guriel making fruit cocktail. Uh, on the on the ledge of the dugout, one of the more uh, ridiculous moments. But hey, uh, you're winning. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no. Well, uh, apparently not. Actually, well, 
If you were to, he might still be here if it yeah. wasn't for all that stuff. Yeah, very, very true. Um, though I thought he played really well this weekend. Yep. I thought he played really well defensively. He made that, I don't know who he robbed there. I think it was Chapman. In the, it was early in the game yesterday. Yep. Man on, rips one down the left field line. He makes an outstanding diving catch. Had a couple a couple big knocks. I thought he, th- he threw out Espinal at second base. A little, little bit too smiley for me for your mm. uh, 25th man getting gunned out at second yep. base. Uh, here for that. You know, I have no like, problem with that You opinion. don't get that many ABs. Yeah. Like, you're not the fastest guy in the world. Maybe don't try to stretch that hey, into it. Uh, that's an all-star. Don't talk to him like it was, that. Uh, it was 2-2. It was yeah. a tie game. You maybe don't, and then maybe don't smile at your friend when I'll that happens. Like if, I, if I'm the manager of the Blue Jays, I'm like, oh my God, I am going to punch you in the face. Like, that you. makes me so, so mad And to you see know that. what the manager would say? You know who would never, ever smile in that moment? My sweet boy, Kevin. Oh, he would Kevin. never yeah. smile. That's a, that's a problem. Yeah. That Like the manager is just here. The manager's sitting there going, oh, that's Sammy in the morning show. He's right. We do need 25 Cavins who would never do that to me. So careful what you wish yeah, for. No, but just, agreed on all that. No, I, like I didn't want to. Uh, that's just something that stuck out to me over the weekend. I was like, I don't really need that. I no. know he's your buddy. but yeah. Oh, eh, I know. Maybe. Maybe uh, don't be smiling on that a minute. Uh I do not want to turn this into doom and gloom because it was an awesome weekend. Oh, here we go. What well, do you no, want to do? No, no. I mean, if you have if you have other positives to pick at, I think it's important to lead with that because it was an awesome, awesome weekend. But there were spots where you could use Romano. Didn't see him. Obviously, Gossman just skipping his turn. I think the fact that you can just skip his turn, given everything we've said about the depth of this rotation, it's a weird thing to say. They have five great starters and then nothing else. There uh, are four good starters. Alec Manoa, who can be great, uh, and then nothing else beyond it. So the idea of just being able to skip Gosman works out well for them with the all-star break with the off day here. But I mean, level of concern uh, for either is there one that's higher for you than the other? Well, I would, I was just going to give before we go to the, the doom and gloom side yeah. of it, I was going to give Bassett some credit. Thought Please. he was really good. Totally. That he was really good. Um, watching him live. Mm-hmm. I, this was the first time I saw him pitch live this year and God, that delivery Live doesn't look any more natural than it does on TV. <laughs> it is a herky jerky, jerky bowl yeah. of I don't even know what bowl of soup. It's just it's like rolling downhill. I don't know how to explain it. It is so weird, but it's effective. He's it like the guys were. I was talking to. Do you uh, think anything in life has ever been described before as a herky jerky bowl of soup? No, because well, that, that buddy, that's a one on one. You're only getting that. You wouldn't you wouldn't even get that at seven fourteen. That is a strictly six fourteen exclusive. It's a very, very weird delivery and But you're not wrong. I wanna be clear. I'm not making fun of you. A it's a great the, descriptor. A lot of the a lot of the pitches look like they're forty miles an hour. Yeah. They're I, so slow. It's, like it's it, a jarring because yes. he was going up, he pitched against Gallon, right? Or Galen, mm. our boy. And he was know. tossing BBs. Like yes. he, the, from his, yeah, it's almost like he's the all-star starter. You know, it was really, he was throwing hard. He was walking guys. But you could tell when he was painting the corners, it was really, really impressive. But, yeah, Bassett, I was impressed. I First time I'd seen him pitch live, he's been an excellent signing for the Jays. I, when he first had, was it the St. Louis they pitched against? Yes. The, I played against the first game of the year. And he was just, it wasn't maybe the first game. It was the first no, series. It was he was, he first was an open day starter, yeah. but it was horrible. Yep. It was so bad. He couldn't make it out. And the court of public opinion really immediately. Yeah. And then his second one was against the Angels, I want to say. Yep. And he got tattooed in that one as well. And it's like, oh, my God, this is going to be. And then his great start that never happened. What was the what was, it was the a, start? Up against the Leafs. Oh, it yeah. It was up against the Leafs playoff game. And he, he did that a bunch. Game he did that a bunch. Yeah, he was the Leafs playoff game starter. What was the name of the starter that they signed that was like, I'm a dump truck. I got to get revved up. 
Oh, I do not. I, Somebody this, help me this, behind is, the glass. Uh, this, this sounds too good. I cannot remember it for, for the life of me. Oh, I got um, Tanner Rourke. Yes, that's, that's what right. I, was, I was like, oh, oh my God, God, is this going to be Tanner Rourke? Like, I was like, oh, this is not going well. I mean, a low bar to clear. And, and then he's he, done it. And then he's really he's clear. Really that, good. Yeah, yep. so I've been impressed with uh, with Chris Bassett. I just, I like Hand him a lot. Up, I, I the was Bassett wrong. hound, baby. I was wrong on that one. I thought, I thought for sure this was going to be a struggle season i thought it was going to go how the first couple starts went and uh hand up i was wrong on that one i just thought it was going to be a tough league to play in all that but if it could work in uh in the other east division which as we said also pretty good mm-hmm. uh it certainly could play over here as well all, all he needed was to have no one watching him for a couple starts had the leafs playing and complete game shut out during a least playoff game good for you imagine that's the that's the true money ball for the blue jays is like the way to get a guy right is you just need him to pitch when the Leafs are in the playoffs <laughs> so you only have a two-week window to do it hurry up and get it in uh, any struggles have to happen at the beginning of the season all right actually before we go to doom and gloom <clears throat> uh rumor mill or scuttlebutt central whatever you want to whatever you want to call it Hyunjin Ryu mm-hmm. on the precipice, mm-hmm. making making waves, and also the rumor of a uh, a reunion of sorts for Marcus Stroman and the yeah. Blue Jays. Uh, I imagine those things excite you to very varying different degrees. Wow, Stroman's been really good this I, year. I, but you don't need to tell me. I was not. I was not. Uh, I was not one running him out of town. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can't remember what my take was on okay. that. It's a long time it's, ago. Uh, it's fine. I, I, don't, I think I probably would have. You were annoyed. Here, okay, let me see here. Hmm. Can, takes, I, takes can I tell osmosis. you, can I tell I you what I think it was? Yeah. You were annoyed by him and fine to see him go, but did think it was losing a quality pitcher is probably how That's you felt probably, about it. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, I did it. <laughs> uh, we don't have Alish's tarot cards, but I do no, think that, I just that, nailed that it might there. be right. That, uh, that might be bad. Feels like on. a very you opinion. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like it, but ah, seems worse. Ah, I'm happy to see him go. But, but, who which, was it? Simeon Woods Richardson they traded for. Yeah, it was a Simeon Woods Richardson they got. Yeah, from and, him, then and then they traded for Brees in the Brees too. Yeah. Um, I think in a vacuum. Yep. If you just put like this pitcher with these right. stats on the team. Right. It would be great. Yeah. But I do have a hard time believing that this front office would bring him back. Yeah. Don't you? Like, I saw I that know. rumor, and I was like, that just really does feel a I, little weird. Maybe the clubhouse is stronger now. There's more guys in there to kind of – it's different yep. than when he left. It's very different than when he left. Yes. They were horrible when yes. he left. So maybe they're banking on the fact that they have a stronger clubhouse now, more leadery guys. Yep. They've got an established rotation of all studs kind of thing, but – I don't know. That's be, more, I, I, would, I would welcome him back. I, I think he would obviously help the team. That's just the thing I keep coming back to is you roll in with six then if it's if it's Marcus Stroman coming. I don't because know. Because do uh, obviously Kevin Gosman's not coming to the rotation. I think safe to say you'd mm-hmm. love to give him his extra day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Bassett Helm, we just talked about how great he's been. None mm-hmm. of those guys are coming out of the rotation. So is it just... Is I think it, you go six-man rotation. You would go six. And well, then, I mean, the, two of your guys are way better on yeah. on an extra day's rest. That's true. Right? Like, yeah. with Gosman and Bass, it's better on an extra day rest. Like, guys are better than an, on an extra day's rest. So, I think I would probably go with a six-man rotation if you're going to do that. But, like I said, if you're spending the assets... The prospect capital, yeah. I don't think my... I'm nearly... That's not close to the top of the list of things I'm prioritizing. No, I would like a guy who throws the ball pretty similar to how he does, just in a very limited stint, maybe helping out Jordan <laughs> or, Romano. Or a bat. Yep. Like, if you want to maybe Again, give we, some of we, the prospects back to uh, get uh, Teoscar Hernandez back from Seattle, that's something I would look at. Like, I, to me... So, what? Like, th- we keep coming back to that issue with the bat, is just the where does where does it fit? Well, right? I mean, Kiermaier doesn't play every day. Yep. Uh, you can find a way... 
as long as it is any of those guys. as long as it is the understanding of that, it's just again we always talk about the room and how did things feel and Brandon Belt didn't sign here to. Brandon Belt signed here to win, and if the team's going to do that, I'm sure he's happy to do that, and mm-hmm. he's not going to be a non-part of it. You sign the lefty bat for a reason, but it's just there's a lot of mouths to feed, and if you're not, you know, the easy way of this is always if you're removing someone from the equation while adding to it, then it's a pretty straight swap, but it looks like there's just nowhere to remove somebody, and again, your Kevin Biggios, your Santiago Espinals, yes, absolutely improve on those guys, but a Teoscar Hernandez, you know, he wants his at bats and especially him specifically adding him back into this clubhouse. That's the other element of it. And I want to be clear. This isn't a problem or anything like that. This is not like he was a problem in the clubhouse, but you obviously wanted a different feel and he was such a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vlad's literally FaceTiming him at the Derby because they're still so tight. I know. It's wild. I, I think you probably both of those guys, you don't necessarily want to bring Marcus Stroman and hey, Oscar Hernandez back. <laughs> both? But like both of them, it would be a Jose little bit, Bautista hitting coach. Yeah, it'd be a reunion deadline. But I Edwin's poking around. Yeah, stranger things have happened. I just don't think I. I, I don't think you're going to spend the prospect no. capital on a starting a pitcher. No, I mean if if he's going to pitch out of the pen, like there's just no That's way. It. If Kikuchi, if Kikuchi wasn't having the year he had and Bassett was much more of a yo-yo than he's been, then it's a much, much oh. different conversation because that's your fourth starter. But right now, you know, we, we can have the debate about where Stroman would slot in with this rotation, but you're not moving anybody kind of up into the top three because he gets here, I don't think, with, with Barrios and what you although, hope Manoa can be in Gosman. Although I haven't really loved Kikuchi recently, mm. right? Like I think... Going into yesterday, he had an ERA yep. of over eight in his it's last starting three to turn. turn. Starting to turn. And I wouldn't say yesterday did anything for me to encourage me nope. that it's going to turn back around. Like, I just, he looked like last year's Kikuchi to me, but just faster because of the pitch clock. Like, Take it. I just, I, I do worry about him. Like, I don't think he's a sure thing by any stretch of the no. imagination. And he's been excellent this year, and you have to give him credit. It's supposed to be your fifth starter, though, right? He's been excellent this year, and you have to give him full credit for bouncing back yep. from from last year. But I think he's a guy that you could go into the bullpen with. I think yes. he's a guy that you could go in and pitch him out there in three or f- Lefty, three Lefty, some innings. heat, for yeah. sure. If you think about it in the playoffs, if you need a guy to give you a little bit yep. of length or whatever, he's a guy that could do that. I don't think you're kicking him out of the rotation, but I think if there was a candidate to do it this year and in the last, like if he has, what, two more starts before the deadline? Yep, and two, he, maybe three, yeah. And they're not Great. good? Yeah. Then I think you start to address that maybe. So the other part of this as well is uh, Jay's off tonight, but the guy who gets the ball tomorrow, Alec Manoa. We have wondered. Oh, oh yeah, oh, the sure thing on Alec Manoa? I'm not saying that remotely. I'm saying how That's much I mean. does the next start impact your decision? Let's say, let's go doomsday scenario. Because I think, the, I actually think the the hardest thing from this team's perspective is he struggles a bit, but keeps it on the rails where you go, okay, we'll keep talking ourselves into this. But if it's, let's say he just has a yeah, blow up. F- five, yeah, five innings, yeah. three, four and runs. Few walks. Yeah, few yeah. walks, few Ks, like mushy middle. You want, yeah. you want her to go either way. Right. So let's say it's, let's say it's disaster zone mm-hmm. and he just has a rough go of it. Mm-hmm. Would that change your opinion on, again, I don't want to make this about Strowman, but starter X, would that change your opinion? Or do you want to see what you've got out of Ryu? How much does he enter the conversation yeah, for you? Too, there's too many, there's too many questions quality arms circulating around this. That's what you need to, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. The question. Like I think, I think with Ryu coming back and I, I don't think I'm I, all this stuff to be said. Yeah. I don't like the idea of, of uh, using your prospects for agreed. a starter. Agreed, agreed. 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 Uh, okay. So 
Kevin, Kevin. Oh, oh I, I mean, Kevin Gosman's concerning. Yes, that's that's where we're at. Uh, that that is the big again. Thank goodness for the way the weekend went, or it would be a disastrous uh, Blue Jays weekend, quite honestly, of Romano not having pitched since the All-Star break, top prospects that you traded away are coming in, and your ace starter, not just push back, but they're going to completely skip him. Now, I don't know that they would have completely skipped him if the schedule had turned out another way. I imagine they would tell you that, but... How can you not be concerned about Cosman? This guy who didn't go to the All-Star break or the All-Star game, and I'm not going to kill him for that. I'm sure he'd like to get some time away. But then when you add that to what happened, every well, that's the thing. What happened here? It's concerning. You just you'd like an update. Volleyball injury and combo. Oh, a little, what little, little Top Gun Maverick action. <laughs> yeah, Maybe like, they're playing. Uh, what was it? Dogfight football. Who was the pitcher for the Jays that went away on vacation and got insanely sick? Oh, I don't remember uh, this. Casey Jansen. Did he do that? Yeah, I don't he went, he went away like for the All Star break, like completely yep. fine, and he got like, a, like got sick. He like missed starts. He like lost like fifteen pounds. Well, he was, this like, is sick. This has been our hobby horse of every time the Leafs are in Florida. I'm just terrified Willie's going to show up to the rink with a sunburn. Well, I mean, he, he, that was a Phil Kessel. Yeah, Phil oh, Kessel. He loved it. Show up with a red face yeah. sunburn. <laughs> uh, so in terms of Gossman. We're just in a holding pattern yeah. here. We would need some news. I would very much like it. Uh, the team, that is the guy who I think changes things. Now, if God, again, I don't want to, because I don't think it's this, but if it's a concerning thing or maybe Gosman needs to miss a couple of starts so they mm-hmm. can see what happens here, does that change your opinion on, on anything at the deadline? Yeah. That I mean, would... if, if Gosman's actually hurt, then yes. yes. And if their closer is actually hurt, yes. yes. I'm like it's stunk. I mean the closer the closer being hurt actually doesn't change a thing for me because I have been saying the whole time get that man some help. He needs it. He does. Jordan Romano is a really awesome closer, but he's not Mariano Rivera, and even Mariano Rivera needed some help. It really sucked on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, of course. You wanted the intro. The the, the the boys. The dome was closed too. So like when the dome's closed, it it really really, gets. The the home run thing when the dome is closed is amazing. Like the lights are incredible. (laughs) So we were all excited for Romano, and then it's. Jimmy's like weird emotional yeah. love song that he has. It, is, a, it is interesting. <laughs> it tells me a lot about him. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, you're a passionate guy. Oh, yeah. You're a lover. Jimmy. Wants to make love to the strike zone. <laughs> and he got the, he put a couple guys on, but he yeah. eventually got the, the, the save. But yeah, I uh, don't like that. Gosman's hurt. No, a lot at all. That no. really scares me. No. And Romano as well. I mean, uh, you know, the back stiffness there, at least there's a little more clarity. I know it's a side thing with, with Gosman. We just have to wait and see. So again, Jay's off tonight. Series with the Padres begins tomorrow. Alec Manoa so, getting the ball there. So how much longer are we going to do the Alejandro Kirk thing? I mean, I've been I've been not doing it since the All-Star game last year. But, so. like, no, I meant the manager of the Yes, Lakers. I'm aware. <laughs> like, how much longer can this guy hit, be on the team in terms of hitting in the line, like, being in there every day? Well, not every day, but, I mean, he did he DH yesterday? DH yesterday, and, like, are these good DH numbers? No. And I in his last 25 at-bats, he has two hits, uh, one run, and he's hitting a .80. His slugging percentage .80. Even his on-base percentage is .115. Even you're not happy with those numbers, the slap hitter that you are mm-hmm. in softball. No, I've been bad at softball. But even hit. you're not happy no. with those numbers. Uh, he is. He struck out four times, so he still doesn't strike out. Uh, his last 15 games, he has six hits in, in 44 ABs, uh, four RBI, uh, no walks, which is incredibly concerning for him because that's one of the things that you like from him is his mm-hmm. eye. Five strikeouts, hitting 136. He has an on-base percentage of 191. His slugging percentage is 136. 
And he's that's that's fifteen games. That's a big sample. No, like it's if, not nothing. You want to go last four? Want to go last thirty? Keep giving it to me. He has nineteen <laughs> hits in his last ninety-one abs. With four runs, ten RBIs, one home run, which I cannot remember, one walk in his last ninety-one at bats, nine strikeouts. He never strikes out. He never walks. He's just soft contact everywhere. Yeah. So I'm looking. I pulled up his baseball savant page, and it is the exact opposite of Vladdy's. Vladdy's was just scorching red and a terrible chase rate. Uh, he has a ninety-seven percentage whiff rate and a ninety-seven percent K rate, meaning he is among the best in baseball at that. And then everything else is inside the lower 20% of baseball. That's average exit velocity, max exit velocity, hard hit rate, expected base on balls, expected slugging, everything you're looking at with him. Oh, and, uh, you know, this is just mean, but a one on the sprint speed, uh, the (sighs) absolute worst uh, in in all Major League Baseball. Like, now, the reason why I imagine you're seeing him there, pitch framing, He's up there in baseball, and that is the thing we keep coming back yeah. to with Kirk. And it, it's amazing. It, it is. I know the change, it, right? It's like, now, well, you got to have his bat in there. You got it's that like, slugger. Now you, his, now you have his glove in there. It's it, credit to him yep. because that's how he's made himself valuable. And Robbie I, Ray, he was great with yeah. Manoa. He was great with, and I get that's why he's still yeah. in there. But maybe don't DH him. That's the problem. You can't do it. But when it goes back to the idea of one, how you build a team, and this team. When you remove the options, he was part of the equation for, you know, you you sit there putting together a lineup, your DH is going to get 600 ABs or whatever the number is. You know, they don't do it quite this way, but a piece of that pie goes to Alejandro Kirk. A piece of it goes to Belt. Mm-hmm. You know, the season will dictate some things, but that's a part of it. And again, it goes back to the whole confidence issue of... Is it going to help him to take the bat out of his hands? Is it going to help him to not DH? And I'm not saying he should be DHing right now, but this is why Schneider has his hands does full he, with this. I, this is a. Does he have options? I feel like he still might. I would imagine, right? Like, find your swing. Like, yeah. it's it's really like, again. It's just can you can you send a guy who was an all star last year down to the minors? Well, well. Manoa. I mean, they literally kind of just did this and with look, the guy who started the All Star game. Look how lost he had to get before they actually yeah, pulled the shoot. I know it's just it's really it's really been bad for a long time. It has, and I, I at some point I guess they're just going to keep running him out there. They have to, and I guess if he's catching, like if he's the if he is the quote unquote backup catcher for Danny Jansen, yeah. who's been one of the team's best hitters, he's just our Pre- man. Preaching to the our, choir. Our man Danny with a massive knock yesterday, yeah. bases clearing double in a huge spot just when they needed it to stretch out the lead. But, like, if he's going to be the quote-unquote backup catcher, then fine. Kirk, because his glove, like, he's turned into a backup catcher. Yep. His glove is good, his bat's no good. Like, it's happened. It's amazing. But if he's going to be, like, DHing, that's like, no good. You can't do that. No, you just absolutely can't do it. I know you're trying to split it around, and, like, I know you're, it's righty-lefty matchup kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But his, it's just, it's not good enough to be a DH at the major league level in the AL East. It's just not good enough. No, and then it goes to the point we were talking about, about what you do at the deadline. If Kirk is not an option for you at a DH, and he shouldn't be until he proves otherwise, yeah. and I don't think there's time between now and the deadline to prove otherwise unless he turns into Mickey Mantle for the next well, three like, weeks. But the thing is with him is he can get hotter than anyone in the league. There was a time last year where he legitimately carried their offense for a month. They have, he was so good. He was hitting in the three goal. Well, that's, why this team is, that's why this team is so 
infuriating last year because you had so many guys like that. Chapman, he was the, mm-hmm. he was the player of the month this year in mm-hmm. April. Lourdes hit 400 for basically yeah. a two-month stretch, and you see what Kirk is capable yeah. of. So, yeah, it's like the that is the tantalizing nature of this Jays team, and it's also why I understand why you can have a few of those guys, but if you build your whole team out of it, maybe that's why uh, the second half goes different. You're mm-hmm. just kind of hitting uh, perfectly uh, there. So, again, off night tonight for the Jays. Manoa back at it tomorrow. What you got any feel for him? You got any, you got any read? Yeah, he'll be good. He'll be good. Yep, that's my my big time just take. Guy? Nah, he'll be good. Gurgling in your gut, you just yeah, felt yeah. it there. Well, it is six thirty, and I, I have know, to have I, a cup of coffee. I know so. you have. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think he'll be good. I think I don't necessarily think he'll be dominant, but I think he's going to be back enough to have everybody feel good about it after he starts. Would be my thoughts. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. I don't think this is going to be a guy who goes out there and shoves. I don't think this is going to be some seven inning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very much in the cards. Uh, but I think it'll be a guy who's just going to kind of slowly build, get himself back on the rails. And uh, I can easily see a world by by the middle of next month. We're just back to Manoa yeah. and that and that is that. 100%. All right. That's Sam McKee. I'm Brent Gunning. We got a loaded, loaded show for you today. I don't want to say this too loud because I don't want to jinx it. But Corey Connors is, I was going to say, get up early for us. Uh-oh, Danielle, grabbing the mic, right, as I say that. It's a terrible, terrible sign. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, okay. Never mind. I have nothing to say about what's happening at 7 o'clock. Uh, my fears were recognized. Still a great <laughs> okay. show, though. The uh, the happy, if you think Sam McKee's grumpy to start the show at 6, wait until you hear Jeff Blair realize who he's talking to <laughs> at 8 o'clock. No, Jeff likes me. Oh, he likes you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today? Oh, maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, see, we don't know. Uh, and then Shane O'Brien threw out the first pitch. Maybe he's the arm the Jays need coming out of the pen. Love you, OB, but I do not think so. Fan Morning Show continuing here with Gutting and McKee on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Fair morning show. Brent getting Sam McKee. I don't know what's about to happen here. I'm a little afraid. Right before we flick the mics on, McKee says, I have a thought. You all get to hear it now, too. What I, do you got? I, uh, a thought for your thoughts, Sam McKee. Okay. What do you got? Well, first of all, text us. Yes. 595 now. Grinders. Grinders. Anyone. Any takes. Anything. <laughs> you got a take on Willie Nylander not signed. You got a take on the Jays. You got a take on... My boy Alcatraz, like everybody, like you know, you love me saying that. You got to take text us five ninety five ninety. You're getting it red. Text in, please. Um, so that song, okay, I like country song. Yeah, we went to Alberta, Central. Alberta. Oh, I don't know if you heard. Or I not. wonder if this is the same thing I'm thinking I don't of. Know, Go. I don't know if you've heard or not, but yeah. we were in Central Alberta last week. I, I boy, made... the, the boys at Lacombe were thrilled. Were they? With our you golf got show. some? Oh good. yeah, I got a few. I got a few texts from the boys being like, "Oh, we're so happy." So awesome, buddy. We're playing for free next year. Yeah. Um, and we listened to a lot of country music while we were out there. We did. Like I had the I had the golf going, the speaker going on the golf course, listening to '90s country. It was a hot, hot. Playlist. I didn't have a problem with it, but I would venture to believe. That is infinitely more country music than I'd listened to at every point in my life leading up to that trip. Did not have a problem. Loved so it. here's the thing. Yeah. I've always been like a music snob for a long time in my mm. life. Like leading up from being a kid. We've seen the pictures with your hair. I, I, yeah, I like know. I used to like, and a lot of my buddies were like big time, like deep cut music guys. Okay. So like by osmosis, I thought sure. I had to be cool guys like them and like sure. not... I Looking love country. Back, I cool love country you? music. Oh, you're just in. I love country music. I told my wife I love country wow. music over the weekend. Like Allie, she always made fun of me for like being like, oh, she said, "Why are you such a rude?" Country music's great. And I was like, "It sucks. Country music sucks." <laughs> 
I'm, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the country music community. I'm sorry to everyone in country music. Country music is awesome. It was, and it, it's really off-brand for me to hate it. But yeah, it, it, it is. really feels like my whole hometown, everyone loves country music. Country music is like a way of life and own sound. And I've always just like been like, no, George I'm Mr. And ba- cool George guy. and Bay Trout and plucking those strings is now, a way of and life now, up there. And now I am just a full-on country music guy. I was listening to country music all weekend. Allie and I driving around. We drove, uh, where did we go? Oh, we drove my, my nephew's soccer game. Shout out High Park, 7 nothing win in Aurora. Uh, big time win. Hey, buddy, you know you know, I'm a big High Park guy. Yeah, uh, Booster I, High forever. Park, High Park FC, they went out to Aurora and beat the wheels off these poor 13-year-old kids. It was a beat down 7-zip. It's really fun. And we listen to country music the whole unless, way. Unless you're those kids. Yeah. We listen to country music the whole way. I'm in the country music. So um, I, where I thought you were going to go with this mm. is I've, again, like listened to it all weekend long, but I had to uh, detox myself to the, the, the right version of Fast Car. I've heard the Luke Combs oh, Fast buddy, Car 800. Buddy, no, no. It's so good. It's good. Yeah, it's car. good. It's great. Like. Was thrilled to hear it but every the, time the it real came version on. is much but I, better. Yeah, I just like I. <laughs> is it Tracy Chapman? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is vaulted all the way to the top of my Spotify on repeat playlist because I've just had to uh, just get the proper version in there again. No, no qualms with it. No qualms with Combs. Uh, you, you might even say, but uh, but I did. Uh, I did have to get Tracy Chapman back uh, in my life. Okay, all right. Uh, got, got a tennis take for you. I was just gonna say men's tennis. Go. It pissed me off because I saw Bill Simmons tweet about this. Oh, no. You wanted to be on the island. You thought you had a zag. No, I didn't have a zag. You just had a take. I I feel like Djokovic Mm -hmm. is at the point now, and I know he just won the French Open. Yep. Because Alcatraz, or Alcaraz, God, Carlos Alcaraz, Alcaraz, he he didn't get a cramp, but he pulled up, and and I think he couldn't really play to the, I didn't watch that one, but I watched yesterday. And the good tennis I major. Think, I, I think there's two good tennis majors. Yeah. Well, Wimbledon and U.S. Open. Yeah, but only night, US ma- Open only is, night matches at the yes, U.S. Open. Well, they get a little late. Yeah. It's like, why are they? It's, it's the East. Why are they playing at 1 a.m.? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, there's, there's truly no pleasing us. It's, no, the Wimbledon one is at the uh, perfect time. New take, actually. I would, I would also like the men to play three sets. I know that that's a big bugaboo in tennis. It is I, pretty long. I'd like that. It's pretty long. But um, I just thought that it was kind of. A different thing. Yep. To see Alcaraz, he had he had him on the run yesterday. Like he was running Joker around. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching these two guys play, yep. There's no debate who is better at tennis. Alcaraz is better, more gifted, younger, yep. faster, stronger. But to see like Djokovic as the gritty veteran guy who's doing it like on guile and like on like know how. It was just an interesting transition and something I didn't really expect to see or have to say, but it was really, really, really entertaining yesterday. And I was rooting for Joker. Oh, and I think wow. Joker has kind of transitioned. Oh, not for me. Into like, he, not yet, not yet. Never. But he, really, he's no. a couple years away from Never. me for the general public, for him, maybe not even a couple years, maybe after this year, kind of transitioning into like his fan favorite era is how Bill Simmons said it today on Twitter. I was like, God damn it. That was my take. <laughs> what I, it, I feel like, cause I was rooting for him and I was like, Mr. Hate Joker yep. texting George Russick being like, this can't, guy stinks. Can't I hate wait him. to talk to him today about this, but I like him now. And he gave the classiest post game speech. They, they interviewed him and he was so deferential to, to Alcaraz. He was so classy. And I just, he cried about his, his kid was in the box and he waved to his kid and he started crying. I was like, 
I like Djokovic. How did this happen? I don't know. Because for me, uh, I now I wasn't locked in. I was uh, doing the least brain gutting thing of all time, taking my shirt off and being in a pool. Oh my god! I know, just truly, truly absurd that 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 would happen. So I didn't, I didn't see it, but I uh, got the full report from my uncle Jack. He was giving me the lowdown oh, yeah. on, oh, yeah. on tennis. He was telling me about the young buck, <laughs> Uncle Jack breakdown, yeah, the young buck Alcaraz. But the thing I have long felt, and this is, I want to be so clear, Ben Ben Lewis, not listening now, resident tennis hunk, will be rolling over in the grave. He will not occupy for many years weapon. hearing me give the weapon. Will not like this take. Mm. But I always watched, okay, so, you know, I'm growing up. It's Rafa. It's Fed. Okay, they have their little rivalry. They go back and forth. And then, like, a decade later, it's not a decade, but it feels that way, Djokovic comes along. And then I remember thinking, oh, so now this guy's the best, and he has all the Grand mm-hmm. Slam. And the idea that the second it is, okay, it's truly my time. No, it's not. And I would love nothing more than this Alcaraz kid just coming and ripping off two or three every year. Joker gets his one. Some other guy gets one. I I truly love the idea of Djokovic has had to share the mantle this whole time. He finally gets it to himself. And the second he has it by himself, no, 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 actually, well, it's just a countdown until this Alcaraz kid goes and wins 25 I, or whatever the I'm record is. Setting, I'm setting the over-under at Alcaraz majors at 19 and a half, and I would take the over. Okay. Like, I, I don't watch a ton of tennis. You know this. I'm not I know a tennis how, expert. Here's what I do but know how it works. he hits harder than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> he is hammering the ball. He's fast. He's got this drop shot, like, he's got this thing, he, like, puts it way up high, fakes it like he's going to hammer it, and then just, like, oh. it's... The deftest of see touch. what I've seen. I don't. I don't like tennis really. You don't. I'm not. I've Can't actually. You, you'd put me. We, in the, you'd put me in the here, camp of hating on tennis. To, in fact, to let it to let it be known, our untennis bona fides. The mock golf show we did to host the golf show. We did a breakdown of why tennis is actually a snobbier sport than <laughs> golf. That's where we both fill on yes. tennis. Tennis fans are what people think golf fans are. Yes. <laughs> I went to the Rogers Cup last year or whatever, or what's it called now? National, National Bank, Bank Open. Open presented by Rogers. Thank you very much. No I went to it last Doodle-doo. year, and I was blown away. I was blown away by the snobbiness of the fans, the <laughs> snobs. But I think that was kind of a turning point for me to see it live. I was really impressed. I got to, I mean, the first live tennis match I've ever seen was Serena Williams, which is pretty good. not a big deal. I ditched you. I was you the did. producer. You were like, producing me and Rod. You're like, you guys could talk to Emery Hunt about the yeah. NFL. I'm, I'm going to watch Serena. I'm going to watch Serena. And I really enjoyed myself. And to your, I find, I you just, gave us a breakdown when you came yes, back. I did. I just find myself really fascinated by Alcaraz. I think he, he is a incredibly exciting young player. Yes. Like, I really do think that he is the next kind of, in the line of greatest of all times mm-hmm. that we've had in the last 40, five, in, in 15 years. Our lifetime. Yeah. We're about to have the next guy, like you said. Yeah. So, I was just impressed yesterday. I really, re- I didn't wa- I didn't watch the first two. I watched three sets. That's, that's enough. Like, I didn't tennis. see the first two sets, but uh, the, the tie break in the second set was obviously amazing. I just, I'm really, really impressed. Really impressed. I, I, I know... The guy on the radio says that the Wimbledon final was good. I know that's not a hot take, but coming from me, it is. who does not really like tennis, I think I just think both of those guys are really fun to watch. And I like Djokovic. I was rooting for Djokovic yesterday. Like you never really know going into one totally. of these things. No, no. I'm not a fan of yes. either guy. And I was watching it and I found myself being like I said, come on, Joker, multiple times. Wow. My wife was cheering for Alcaraz, so we had a good like 
back Let's and forth. Let's go going back like and you forth. You guys were watching F1 all over. Oh again. yeah, yeah. But this one's like actually actually a competition. Yeah, it's actually a competition, not the fastest car again. But uh, well, yeah. I think the best tennis player just won. So I don't know. Maybe it's actually not uh, that that different. That's that's uh, that's mm. great to hear. What what Here, do you got? Here's a really good text. Is it our, from our boy Neil? I know there's a resident tennis expert, Neil, poking around no, on the text line. Same happened to me with Bryson at oh. last year's Ryder Cup. At Whistling Straits, all of a sudden, I started to like Bryson DeChambeau, hmm. Adam and Allison. That wasn't last year. Was that two years ago? Would have been two years because we're back in yeah, the Ryder Cup yeah, year. Yeah. When he drove the green yes. on one yep. and he gets the potter yep. out and it's like, I love that day. Well, I liked Bryson before Yeah, you then. were long. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think because I've had, I've had moments of this where I'm going, oh. oh the, I think oh, the best. Yeah. That's a, you know what? I have an excellent Excellent one text one. topic. I, know, I have an excellent one What is you. it? It's golf as well. Yeah. Sergio at whatever Masters that was. Yes. 2015, 2016? Yep. Uh, 15. 15. 15 feels right. I've never felt dirtier, but <laughs> I rooted for him the whole way around. Well, I, that was, well, I really wanted him to win it, and I, mean, I don't know why. Now I do. He's one of my least favorite players maybe ever. Because of Liv, right? No. no. Oh, no, no. Because of the rivalry with Tiger. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. When he was coming up and that when he was closed his eyes and hit that shot yeah, and ran, ran up. after uh, it. Yeah. I thought he was cool. But he was is like, quick. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. No, I, that's a good, that's that a is really great. good topic. I, there have definitely been ones for me, uh, but I, I stick to my guns. Like, I know you are stubborn. I cheered against lefty at mm. Kiowa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That yeah. is. And it's like, it wasn't that's even, commitment to the brand. and it wasn't even my guy. Like yeah. I like Kepka, yeah. but it wasn't so much of that. I'm really trying to think, uh, other ones that have jumped that jump out. I got to me. one for you. Oh, what one? Let's flip back the other way now, though. But Jason Spezza. Oh yes, I mean very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's he was amongst the most hated athletes I've yeah. ever had in my life. Yeah. And then him on the least being the heart and soul guy. Heart like, and soul. This guy. I mean, here's the take that I've said before, and I'll say it again. He loved being a Leaf for those three years more, more than, than anybody. Than he ever loved being a Sen. Of course. There's like no comparison. Of course. He's not throwing a flying knee playing for the Sens. No. Let me tell you that. No. Old Heater could take care of himself. He doesn't need, <laughs> uh, or Chris Neal can do it for him. Maybe <laughs> that might also be a little part of the problem there. Uh, that's really good. Because even, yeah, Bryson rooted against him at the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ wanted to see him get it done even when he won his lime green jacket when I was sitting in the hospital there uh, mm-hmm. with him while my kid was being born yeah. uh, watching the DJ one but I am I'm stubborn like if I don't if I don't like a guy mm. I don't like him I, it's definitely happened though I'm going to rack my brain trying to think about this because Joker I mean you know we don't need to get into this Kiermaier Kiermaier oh yes Kiermaier Kiermaier is a really big one. But it's a little, the but it's so different with I team. a lot of Kiermaier Yeah, jerseys. for sure. It's just so different with team sports, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, whereas with individual, nothing changed. It was just the circumstances. Whereas with the team's, team sports, it's, yeah, he's on the team. He's yeah. on my side now. Yeah, yeah, whereas with individual, individual sports, yeah. like the idea of me just watching Phil and saying, Ah, change my mind. I do want him to win. I, I that. But I find it very, when it's a singular thing yes. and you don't have... The laundry no. commitment. It's like, I'll never love anyone that plays for Montreal Canadiens. Exactly. Well, except for Nick Suzuki, who yeah. is my son, and I love him dearly. So that's a bad example. Yeah, but uh, the Sens, you put on the Sens jersey, I'm not going to really like you a whole lot. You have a London Knights jersey on, I'm not going to like you a whole lot. Like, it's just there's certain teams, yes. but when it's an individual person. Yeah. So there's not that many examples that you could have. Okay, here's my question for you. You mm. know me pretty well. Yeah. What would be the ultimate 
turn for me? Would it be me cheering Bryson to win the Masters or something like that? I'm trying to think. I think Bryson would be pretty high up there. Or if I, or what if I was just watching Cam Smith to beat Rory again? (laughs) Again? No, I can't. Okay, we're this perfect transition. Uh, We're going to talk to Adam Stanley in a in a second here. Uh, (laughs) It's a great text. Okay, then read it. The only thing worse than golf is listening to you guys talk about it. Okay, well, boy, you're going to like our next. I was going to say we got Adam Stanley coming up to talk a lot of golf. We got. Winners and losers, where I'm going to feature a ton of golf in there. Uh, so big shout to that guy in the text line. I wonder if it's the same guy who just texts in no when I'm filling in uh, at the start of a week. Not a fan <laughs> I of, like of the, I like reading the, the critical ones, too. You, you can't do. just no. read all the good no, ones. No, I, I exclusively, you don't, you know me. I'm a, I'm a broken, shallow individual. That oh, text yeah. line is too dangerous for me. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure that's only going to lead to people being way more sensitive and nice to me. But uh, as I was going to say. Rory McIlroy last year at the Open Championship, mm-hmm. 18 pars on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it was not enough to get it done. I remember very well. Yeah, I know. It's like it's that. It's <laughs> what's your Super Bowl? Rory McIlroy nearly winning a major and getting to chirp me about it. Uh, but yesterday he's playing at the Scottish Open, mm-hmm. and a guy goes nuclear, much like Cam Smith did in the final round of the Open yesterday. Yeah, oh, the Rory Fleetwood there That's stole right. it away from the hometown boy. That's right, he did. He did, uh, and McIlroy. He didn't make all pars, but he was par through 16. A lot of bogeys. Yep. Yeah. And then birdies 17 and 18 to not get himself into a playoff, but mm-hmm. go steal the Scottish Open. Uh, incredible, incredible finish. 18 and was a big boy hole the way he yes, played it. it was. Wasn't that one of the hardest? One of the hardest holes all on day. tour. Yeah. No, like on tour yes. this year. Yep. Like it was playing so well, hard. I mean, you have the wins in Scotland and stuff. It's so dependent on that. And that's what we say about Lynx golf all the time is that it can – we cannot do the U.S. Open thing where we complain, ah, the course is too easy. No. They are 1,000% at the mercy of the weather yeah. out there. Uh, and, yeah, Rory, stone, stone shot to get it done. we have weather report for next weekend? Maybe, you know what? Let's we'll, look that up. We'll come back with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. When we talk to Adam Stanley, mm-hmm. we will have a detailed weather report about the goings-on at Royal Liverpool, uh, where the Open Championship will be contested next week. But one hour in the books here. Keep the text coming, 590, 590. Please include your name and location. Adam Stanley going to join us. Talk about all things the Open. Talk about Rory winning on uh, your text. Keep them coming in the next hour. It is the Fan Morning Show with Gunning and McKee on Sportsnet 590. The Fan.